It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Very high in the air should be the ball game. Blandino, Peraza in on the grass. Peraza, and this one belongs to the Reds. You can write down the dates of May 10, 11, 12, and 13 as dates for a Reds team in the future to shoot at because this ball club has done something that no Reds team has done since April of 1976, and that is to sweep a four-game series in Los Angeles. Final score today, 5-3. to three. Play ball! That is how it sounded, Reds Radio Network, and uh, that's Marty Brennan, the Hall of Famer. On the call, the Reds sweep the Dodgers in a four-game series for the first time since 1976. I'm your host, James Rapine, and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. It's a great day in Cincinnati. One, because the weather's actually warm and we're not dealing with the cold anymore, and I had to turn on my AC, and even though people are complaining about it in Cincinnati, the heat, I'm all for it because I was so sick and tired of the cold that uh, seemed to last up until, like, April. So I'm glad that that's gone. Um, As far as the Reds, uh, them being bad is gone at least for a little bit. Six straight wins. They've played well. There's so much to get to, so much to discuss And ultimately, looking at this team, and we're going to dive into it here, it seems like they've turned a corner. We will get to that and so much more. But first off, just a little bit about this podcast. If you're new, this is a daily Reds podcast. We do it every single weekday. We get you your daily Reds fix. You can subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And as always, every single podcast, articles, and so much more written and posted at LockedOnReds.com. These Reds, well, it seems like they're turning a corner. And, yeah, I get it. They played the Dodgers, and the Dodgers aren't good right now, and they're banged up right now, and they're injured right now. They still beat them four times. Like, what was so maddening about what the Reds in their 3-18 and start was is that they were getting destroyed. They weren't winning series. They weren't winning games, not even one. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to be that bad. 
It's also hard to be good enough to beat a Major League Baseball team four times in a row. And they did that this weekend. So let's start there. They did it this weekend, and it started with something I wasn't expecting, something that when you look at this Reds team and you look at when they dealt for a guy like Matt Harvey, I don't think anyone expected it. And yet it happened. Matt Harvey pitched very well in his debut, four innings, didn't allow a run. And that's about as much as you could expect. And you're probably asking, or some of you might be asking, why do he only pitch four innings? Well, he threw 55 pitches, hadn't thrown in multiple weeks, and has been in the bullpen for the New York Mets. So they want to stretch him out, take their time with him. I'm here for that. That makes sense, especially because one of the Reds' biggest strengths right now is the bullpen. So you're turning it over to guys that that are established, guys, players that are certainly – uh, in the mix, and that can help you right now. By the way, CBSSports.com writer R.J. Anderson looked at and discussed Matt Harvey's Reds debut. Yeah, he threw his fastest pitch of the season, which is, you know, pretty interesting that it comes in his first start after leaving the Mets. Uh, that said, you know, I think it's too early to get too excited about what we saw last night because he threw 55 pitches, but he only got two swing and misses all night long, one on his changeup and one on a breaking ball. And, you know, when Harvey is at his best, he has a power fastball and he's getting swings and misses on his secondary pitches. And we just haven't seen that. I mean, in his three uh, outings with the Mets in his Mets career, he didn't get a single swing and miss on an off-seed lead or secondary pitch. So, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done there. And, frankly, I'm not optimistic. But, you know, last night the results were good, and obviously the Reds will take that and Harvey will take that every time out if he can get it. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that, that we would take that. As a Reds fan, the organization would take it. And, Overall, that's what you wanted to see. By the way, for those keeping track, and we do that with trades, Devin Mezzarocco, 1 of 13 so far at the plate, 1 for 13 in his New York Mets, uh, or with the New York Mets. He did hit a home run, so he made that one hit count, but so far that average plummeting even more than it was with the Reds uh, currently with the Mets. But uh, I do wish the best for Devin. I do think that the, the trade made a lot of sense for the Reds. And it, it's insane to think about this, but I, I was thinking about this today. The Reds rotation, who was their, I don't want to say their ace because I don't think they have an ace, but the guy who, who dealt on opening day, who pitched on opening day, who started the season, Homer Bailey. There's a scenario where in like a month, maybe two months, maybe two weeks, maybe a month, I think month would be the earliest for me to, to declare this, that he's their fifth best starter. There's a scenario where that's the case. Luis Castillo's coming on. His last three starts, ERA a tad over three, 22 strikeouts, 17 and two-thirds innings pitched uh, in his three May starts. So that's coming on. Uh, a guy like Tyler Malley has proved to be reliable. Sal Romano, I pretty much know what we're going to get with him, and it's reliable, it's solid for the most part. So those, those are three guys. And then the off chance, uh, and it's not likely, but the off chance that Matt Harvey continues to do what he did in his debut and takes that, and it was only four innings, and makes it six, makes it seven, becomes competent. There's a scenario where the guy who started it on opening day in Homer Bailey, got his first win over the weekend, by the way, is your fifth best starter. And that, to me, is very intriguing because you look at the, what the Reds could do from here on and how they could play and what could happen. Well... Look, let's be honest. They dug themselves in such a hole, they're probably not getting out of it, and that's okay. 
but and I've it's okay because I've accepted it. Maybe you haven't accepted it yet. I've accepted that the Reds aren't getting out of this hole, even though they're fourteen and twenty-seven on the year. It's just not happening. By the way, they're ten games back still in the National League Central. But what I think could happen is they could play close to five hundred ball from here on. They could be competent and and fun to watch and exciting and hit the ball and show flashes and make twenty seventeen excuse me, 2018 successful. That's the goal here. The goal is, is by the end of this year, and I said it if you've been with me since the start of this podcast, to say, all right, this is our starting rotation and have three or four out of those five spots locked up. The goal of this season is to have a bullpen that is ready to go right away. The goal of this season is to figure out what a guy like Jose Peraza can bring, to figure out if Jesse Winker can be your everyday guy and be a part of, of something bigger than what they're doing right now. Because next year you want to be able to hit the road, hit, hit the ground running. You want to be able to have five starters that you could throw out there. And that means adding in free agency or not adding in, in free agency or making trades, doing whatever's necessary. And that's going to lead me uh, to something that I think should be considered at least by the Reds. And it's one of their best players. It's a guy who's on fire. Should they trade him? I'll get to that next on the Locked On Reds podcast. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Great to be with you today. And the guy I was talking about is Scooter Jeanette. I'm not going to make you wait any longer for it, but it's Scooter Jeanette. And the reason I say that is because he is hitting very, very well this season. He did have a lull, but he had that, that arm injury, that shoulder injury that was bothering him. He said since spring training in the month, <laughs> in the month of May right now, He's hitting 438. Think about that. His average right now in May is 438. He has four home runs, all of which came in four days, May 7th through the 10th. Excuse me, May 7th through the 11th. But overall, Scooter Jeanette, not only did he hit back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs in games, but he's getting hits. He has, right now, he has 14 hits in the month of May. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's played in nine of the games. Or had an at-bat in nine of the games. That, to me, is is awesome. Right? I mean, in May, I got that wrong. He's played in ten games in May. Fourteen hits. On fire. He's 28 years old. If you're the Reds, would you consider trading him at the deadline? I would. I would because he's a guy that you're probably going to have to move anyways, has one year left on his deal after this year. Why not move him, get something, get value, instead of getting Duvald? Scooter's proven. Heck, 146 at-bats this year. What he did last year, which we know was great. I mean, last year, Scooter Jeanette was a lot of fun. Hit, um, let's see, he had 461 at-bats last year. A 531 slugging percentage hit 295, 97 RBIs, 27 bombs. 
That's what he's pretty much on pace for right now. So it's consistent enough to, to where I think a, a contending team, a team that needs help in the infield, needs help from a utility guy that can play multiple positions, needs help at the plate because Scooter Jeanette has plenty of pop in his bat. I think now's the time where you consider trading him. I really do. And I know some people had beef with him not being in the lineup. Well, it's a night game and then a day game right afterwards. I, I don't blame Jim Riggleman that much for it. And it worked out because now Scooter Jeanette's rested. To me, he's the guy that you want to sell high at the deadline. Everyone will talk about Billy Hamilton or Adam Duvall or some of these other players. You want to sell high on a guy that you're probably going to have to trade anyway? It's Scooter Jeanette. It's not Rossell Iglesias. It's not, well, you know, Amir Garrett in the bullpen. None of those guys. It is Scooter Jeanette. That's my big takeaway over the weekend. He's hitting so well. That's the, the prime time candidate. You need him to continue to hit. That's the piece. That's the one that you can part with. It would make sense long term because it frees up a spot for Nick Senzel. It gives you a chance to still play Jose Peraza and Senzel every day. And his emergence also gives them a stopgap for now. That's what Scooter Jeanette is here. Nick Senzel is going to move up to this year, barring health, barring the, the vertigo stuff. But they're taking it slow with him. You heard it last week on the press conference I played for you here on the Locked on Reds podcast. They're going to take it slow. They're not going to rush it. And, and for that, to me, that means they're doing things to, with the idea, hey, Nick Senzel is going to come up. He's going to be our guy long term. If that's the case, Scooter Jeanette isn't even going to be starting next year. Where are you going to play him? You'll play Sens out short and keep Scooter at second? I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's what you want to do. I would consider moving Scooter Jeanette at the deadline. More on that. But overall, let's not talk about the deadline yet. Let's talk about six in a row. Um, Here are some of the best highlights from over the weekend. A four-game sweep of the Dodgers, something that hasn't happened since 1976. I was born in 91, so that shows, uh, shows you I was minus 15 the last time they did that. The Reds also went to the World Series that, that year in 76. Won the World Series that year. Made it back-to-back. The Big Red Machine. As I'm sure you know since you listen to the Locked on Reds podcast. And most Reds fans know when they won the World Series. So with that being said, they're clearly going to win the World Series this year. Here are the best sounds from a victorious four-game sweep of the Dodgers over the weekend. Fly ball, hammered center field, chasing after it. Peterson not going to get it. Ball rattles around on the warning track. One run is in. Here comes Votto, and the Reds have taken a 2-1 to lead. How about that? I mean, Scooter Jeanette hit the heck out of that ball. Jock Peterson had no chance whatsoever of grabbing it. Had to pick it up at the base of the wall and straightaway center. Both runners score, and the Reds have taken a one-run lead. Jeanette ahead in the count, two balls and no strikes. And he swings, and he sends a drive down the right field line. That ball is going to be out of here. A two-run home run into the lower deck down the right field line by Scooter Jeanette. You talk about a smoking white-hot bat. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, he is now homered in four consecutive games. And that blow has given the Reds a 5-0 lead. Again, in with a payoff pitch. And a high drive, hit back into deep left field. He might have gotten it all, and he did. Hit the top of the wall and bounced into the seats for an opposite field. Three-run home run. 
And just like that, the Reds have taken a 4-3 lead here in the sixth inning. Now the check and the pitch on the way, and it's a rocket to third. Out, throw to second, out. Double play, one oh, wow. pitch. And Taylor made a line drive to Suarez, and he wields that throw on to second baseman Jeanette, and the inning is over, he said breathlessly. Nothing but clouds when we got to the ballpark. Began to rain a bit, then missed. Oh, this baby is crushed out of here to left field. You can kiss the baby goodbye. Two to nothing Reds. Home run over the head of Matt Kemp into the seats. And Suarez laid out some hemp on that one. High fly ball hit back into right field and hit well. Going back, and it's gone. A home run. Joey Votto takes him out on the first pitch. A bomb to right. That is the sixth time that he has touched them all here in 2018. And that blow gives the Reds now a 5-1 to one lead here in the sixth inning. Marty Brenneman, 700 WLW on the call there. Winning is fun. Winning is fun. I hope they continue it. Can they continue it? Well, just looking ahead to tonight, it's the Reds. It is the San Francisco Giants. It's a 10-10 first pitch. And let's hope they make it seven. How much fun would that be? Sal Romano on the mound for your Cincinnati Reds going up against Chris Stratton. Really quick on Chris. He's 3-3 three three on the year. Pitched a total of 43 innings. His ERA is at 4.6. He struck out twice as many as he's walked. 40 strikeouts, 20 walks on the year. Sal Romano comes in with a 2-3 and three record on the season for the Reds. ERA, 3.83, so it continues to drop for Sal. 26 strikeouts on the year, 17 walks, and I hope he can continue what he's done. His last outing, he had seven strikeouts. It was a quality outing. Didn't get a decision, only gave up one run, four hits. Well, he struck out seven, like I said, across six against the Mets. Let's hope it continues tonight. As for me, I'll be back at it tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Good way to recap Think about that six-game winning streak. It's the longest Reds winning streak since this podcast started. Let's hope they make it seven. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening. Until tomorrow, we'll be back at it with the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.